The following is a public service announcement. Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd. And as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. Hey everyone, it is our Halloween episode of the Horror PSA, and we are talking fan favorite, cult classic, call it what you will, 2009, Trick or Treat. How do we all feel about this movie? I love this movie when I found it. I didn't find it until a couple of years ago, I think. Three Last or four year? years ago. Three or four years ago. No, no, a couple of years ago, I thought. Two, maybe. Probably about five for me. It was one of those movies, too, where a few years ago you started seeing a lot of Sam popping up. And it piqued me out curiosity. I'm like, what is this little dude about? He looks cool as hell. Oh, there's a movie about it? Yeah, that's that's kind of the same thing that I had, too. I remember seeing the character around. I remember thinking, like, that is a cool character. Like, what is that from? What is that from? Until finally one day, like, I Googled it. And I'm like, oh, I never heard of this movie. Like, oh, so-and-so's in it. Brian Cox is in it. You know, all these actors are in it that I'm like... I know them from a hundred other things, but I never knew they were in this movie together. I enjoy this film. I think it's a great Halloween film. I have some problems with this film, though. There are some things, even for 2009, you're like, ugh, that didn't age well, even <laughs> to this day and age. So I, I definitely enjoy it as far as a horror movie. I think it's got some great um, visuals in there, but there are some issues that I have with this film. Well, this film had some issues in itself. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get into it. We get into a couple coming home is our first scene. Couple comes home. They've got the house decorated. Have a little bit of an argument about let's clean up the decorations or whatever. She says something about, like, my mom's coming and I want all these decorations off. And, you know, husband basically is like, oh, I'm going to go inside. You can take care of that if you want. So that's kind of what happens so far. And then all hell breaks loose. Or not really all hell breaks loose. (laughs) We We get introduced to Sam. We get introduced to Sam through him killing, I I named her Wet Blanket Girlfriend, because that's essentially Mm. her whole character. (laughs) She was the wet blanket of the group. In more ways than one. In more ways than one. But she's dressed as a robot, which I feel is an odd choice for her character in general. Yeah, she what? <laughs> like Osimo from South Park to me. What was his costume? He was some know. weird, like, S&M alien yes, robot lover. Like, I don't weird. know what his costume was. I wrote that down and I'm like, what the hell is this guy? I never got that either. So he was wearing this weird thing around his neck. It looked some weird S&M type of thing. Yeah, it was. We still have no clue. He has like a gray jumpsuit on underneath that. Did he have like some sort of gun thing? Like what was he? <laughs> I don't know. He was some sort of like alien. Like I said, he was like an alien robot lover from outer space. I don't know. But yeah. it was weird. And it doesn't help that he's like, all right, I'm going to go upstairs and put porno on while you clean up a little bit. Yeah. She was like, go upstairs and put the tape on. I was like, so she's just like sending him in to jerk off like while she takes down these she needed decorations. <laughs> Well, he knew she knew what he wanted, so it was like, you know what? Let me go send him upstairs. Well, yeah. it, it almost seemed like she was gonna join him, right? Because she was like, "Go put on the tape," and it was like, that's the, "Yeah, that's what I took." Like, go get started, and I'll be there. Yeah, in a minute. and I was like, "Do you guys need a tape every time?" Apparently, <laughs> that's it, a little weird. It was the I mean, it was the special Halloween tape that they watched. The special Halloween. But even if she sent him upstairs to wait on him, that was gonna take her a long time to clean up I all know, those decorations. That whole, that whole fucking yard had shit everywhere. Well, that's why he fell asleep. <laughs> There was things in the tree. Oh, I named his little nap a jizz nap, a post jizz nap. Well, you don't know that that's what happened. Yeah, it's... 
you pretty assume. clear. The tape was off. He was asleep on the bed. The, the tape was still spot. on. I yeah. the tape was still no, 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 on. No, no, it was off. No, it was over. It was over. When he wakes right. up. I yeah. thought it was still on. So I guess. So I fell asleep for quite a while. Then. So post jizz nap is what well, he Well, he, he got tired of waiting for her and, you know. Decided to take care of some business. But he wasn't waiting if the movie. I don't. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't gonna wait if the movie's already on. Well, he had it. He had that costume on all night, and he was he was dying to, to get something out. I love how she's like. She goes, "I'll do it," and she gives him kind of an attitude. And then, like, he whines about not getting sex, so she's like, "Put the tape on and yeah, go upstairs." Yeah, but like how excited she was, like, "Put the tape on, I'll be right there." But she clearly wasn't excited. I don't know. It's a very weird scene. You don't know what was going to happen afterwards. All right, so, sloppy writing, I guess. So is my, she gets my creeped issue. out for a little bit about you know trick or treaters. The one thing was weird to me, like she sees those kids running around. She has like this smile, like, "Oh, look at these kids." I'm like, "Bitch, you hate Halloween. Like, why are you so like smiley about these kids?" Or unless she's having like baby fever or something. But it was kind of a weird like look she gave those kids to me. Well, and it immediately moved into. Who's this creepy one who's just standing on the street? Like she was very, she went from "Oh look how cute" to "Who's that creepy one over there?" <laughs> well, <laughs> not yeah, not knowing what that kid was doing there. I mean, he he did look pretty creepy. Well, like she starts to like slunk around, like as she's like taking down her decorations, and I was like, "Why is there? There's so much going on in this one scene. What is this lady doing?" Yeah, so we see that the kid is just waiting for his friends, and then as she's pulling down sheets over the uh, scarecrows that I think she had, you know, the the decorations they had in their yard. We get to see Sam pop out at her, and they are ended up underneath one of the sheets as they are fighting, and they spill over into the sidewalk to where, outside view of the sheet, you see this huge blood splatter. It ends up scaring three kids, and they run away from it. So I think that opening part, I think, is very, very... It's done very well. Uh, the blood splatter effect I really liked, and I was like, those kids are going to be scared like forever Halloween. Like This is going to be like the one Halloween. They're like, nope, I don't go out anymore. I like the scene. I think you get a lot of um, horror things in the scene. You get the jump scare with Sam in the box is what I, I named him because he basically like springs forth from that. Was he in a barrel? What He's was that? He's very agile. I don't He's know. Yeah. very agile. But he basically like springs out of this barrel thing onto her and all of a sudden they're under a sheet and you get the big splatter. So you get the big death payoff. You get that slicing with the sucker. Death by sucker is what I called it. But you don't really get a good look at Sam at this point. Like you Not see really. him a little bit, but you don't understand what he is. What he is. So you, it's kind of still a little bit, you know, the less you show of a character makes him more creepy, I feel. You're teasing him. You do get a little bit of a Sam. You just see him for a little bit. And then uh, I, I love how the scene, I put it kind of begins and ends with the lollipop, with the focus on the lollipop. And it's her fault for wanting to take that on the fucking decorations on Halloween night. Could you wait till the next day at least, if not, you know, two or three days. And later. I know. And once they get back home, she's like, I'm lit. You're lit. I'm like, then bitch, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. lit. Go home. The last thing you want to do, especially if you're drunk, is, is take clean. Lunch. And she didn't seem like she was drunk. Yeah, you're not that. You're not too <laughs> drunk to where you're going to bitch about shit. So. See, like her whole character was just wet blanket. Yeah. Did she even have a name? <laughs> was it just wet blanket her. girl? They <laughs> might have said her name. I mean, who cares? She's dead anyway. <laughs> But then, yeah, we go into the intro through the party. I like that, where you just open up onto the scene and you get to see all the different characters and everything, but you don't see how they fit. And I really enjoyed that. Rewatching that, you'll see, oh, there's so-and-so and then there's so-and-so, which I like how everything gets tied back to the party scene. Yeah, and it's just like this big, giant outdoor party in Warren Valley, Ohio. Which is very creepy, because if you think about, like, 
once you see the end of the movie and you know who is what and what the characters do and everything, how many creepy people are actually from Ohio over the years that we've seen? Like, oh, this guy was had three kidnapped women <laughs> in his basement. No one knew for well, it's 12 no, years. It's like, no Florida or anything, but it's got its fair share. Florida, it's just as bad as Florida. Florida versus Ohio. I think it's a toss-up for me. I don't know, you don't hear the, you hear the Florida ones more often, but the Ohio ones are like more sinister. And well, just, isn't like, Florida much bigger, too? Mm, They've just got more people per square mile. <laughs> Either way. They should be happy. They got Disneyland. What the hell's wrong with them? Yeah. Who is buying costumes at 8 p.m. on Halloween night? These Especially, princesses. No, it's not even them because you think about like they're there trying on the costumes, talking about their boobs and everything. And that little kid was there with his mom trying on a costume. Can we talk about that? little creepy? kid was being pervert. Yes, I wrote pervert little kid. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> He's going to grow up to sniff stuff. Yeah, don't know. We're not doing that. I wrote down perv kid and overconcerned mom who wasn't How watching. How is she really overconcerned if she wasn't? Over concerned, she yeah. didn't watch her kid at all. She was like, hey, there's kids out here. Let's fucking watch them. Hey, like, there's kids well, out here. She looking was overconcerned because cracks. she started yelling at them because they were talking about their boobs, but she didn't realize he's peeping. Oh, she realized. She I don't just think she didn't did. say anything. <laughs> See, there's so many issues in Not this her film. little scooter. <laughs> yeah, not little scooter. Uh, so the princesses come out, and that's when we first So, see them. yeah, we get the princesses, and they're talking with the youngest princess, who is sisters with Cinderella, I think her character mm-hmm. was, and she dresses up the younger sister, played by Anna Paquin. She is dressed up as Little Red Riding Hood, and they have a little discussion about how it's tradition in her first time, and really setting up that she's a virgin at something. At least it's something. I mean, you assume it's sex, but as we find out, it's not. So It's murder. It's murder. 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 So and she just wants her first time to be special. She just wants she it to says. be special like every other person wants their first time to be special. Older sister, Cinderella, hits on the the elf cashier guy at uh, the Halloween costume store. And right away I'm like, dude, look at you. Like, don't trust like anything. This they didn't even saying. pay like, for those. Like, they literally just walked out of the Well, that I'm <laughs> sure that was store. part of the plan, yeah. too. He so. only scanned hers. Yeah, and said it was two hundred dollars. You know, like who's paying two hundred dollars <laughs> for this fucking? I mean, that costume was great and all, but two hundred. It was like two hundred something. So, so then we cut to as we're still kind of developing the beginning of everybody's story. Uh, the fat kid from Bad Santa walking down the street, Herman uh, Merman, smashing Herman pumpkins Merman. everywhere, and just kind of being a shit to the that town shit. I guess is what you would call him. You know. That's what I made my notes of, Herman Merman. As soon as I saw yeah. him the first time, I'm like, it's Bad Santa Kid. He's the Lonnie of Halloween. He's the, mm. you know, all the little shithead kids in all the movies. What was the guy's name from um, Silver Bullet? What was the little kid's name? Brady. 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 Yeah, he's see the, there? This is the Brady. <laughs> yeah. The one that the whole town just fucking hates. You know they do, too. So it's like when he goes missing, no one's really going to nope, care No, nobody cares. So we see him just kind of throwing the pumpkins down and everything, and then it kind of cuts over to back to Halloween Town to where the girls are saying, be yourself and watch you know, watch us, and they talk to the news guys that are loading up the van after they've done the news report. And I thought it was funny that they were like, uh, they said a line like, oh, like, nice equipment or, you know, whatever that, and the one guy kind of was like, thank you? <laughs> it was really weird that he was kind of like, what's going on right now? And I'm like, don't trust them. You shouldn't ever. Like, He was just distracted by a bunch of hot chicks coming up to talk to them, I think is what I took from it. So we get back to uh, Principal Wilkinson, I think is his name. We get back to his house, and that's where uh, the fat kid from... Herman Merman, Herman. whose name is Charlie in the movie. His name is Charlie. His name is Charlie. That's right, because he says, 
It can't be good for your diabetes, Charlie. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Charlie starts throwing up. And I think... I wrote the, down projectile vomit. It's, yeah, I was like, what did you eat, kid? Because this is like... I don't think... I think the uh, Principal Wilkerson really underestimated how much was going to come out of this kid. Yeah, he looks down a couple times and was like, Jesus. <laughs> and still manages to get a bunch of it on his shirt as he's dragging the I kid's know, body inside. Yeah. The mix of chocolate and blood like, is what yeah. he got on It looked shirt. like a Tootsie Roll fucking milkshake or something. It was gross looking. I love how he struggled the whole time to get that kid in the door, too. And I, I would have loved it if we had got like a slip, like you fell in the chocolate. Just like a gross, like, yeah. the Tootsie Roll slip. Yeah, <laughs> like he slips in it and falls down with the kid. That would have been funny. But I, I enjoy that scene. It's so ridiculous because, like, it's almost like the kid's like a toothpaste tube. Like the more he squeezes, just, yeah, the more comes out, out, out of him. Yeah. Like, like, are you shirt. done, kid? Stop. <laughs> like, I want to finish you it's off, like, but hey, you're still throwing up. He killed you, so I guess, like, you know. That's his problem now. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. That's why I said he underestimated him. And I love how the kids show up for uh, for candy, and they're like pounding on it. They're like, "We know you're in there." Well, he yeah. turns off the light when he hear, hears yeah. the knock. Oh, and here's the thing that I made a note: with all the trick or treaters in this movie, what's the one thing they taught you when you were a kid? If the lights are off and everything's dark, what do you do? Yeah, you, you don't, don't go. go there. The thing that I noticed throughout this entire movie: all them trick or treaters just kept randomly going up to houses that were darked out. Yeah, yeah, but this is this is a uh, Halloween Town USA. Remember the whole. <laughs> Because the whole news report was like, you know, people from all over the place are coming to this little town in Ohio and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, they're out in full force either way. So he gives them candy and, you know, this is when we see Sam again and we kind of get that he is involved in these things but at the same time he's not like he's getting we don't fully know like what his part of the story is yet but we keep seeing him pop up more and more he had his initial kill now he's just out randomly trick-or-treating behind these other kids and And i would like to also mention that the kids in that scene notice one of the kids notices the blood the blood and the chocolate and he's looking at the the principal like he knows what's going on he has figured something out little fat pirate kid yeah the little fat pirate kid he backs away slowly he kind of was like, that doesn't look like, whatever. Not, that's not pretend. I'm just going to get my candy and get out of yeah. here, I guess. Well, even he says something to the other kids. I'm like, that was a lot of blood, and why did he even put it on the porch? So I, I always thought that was creepy, because it makes the principal way creepier, because he's just looking at the kid like, what? Like, take your candy and go, kid. <laughs> yeah. like, and he even says, happy Halloween. If you know it's best for you. Mm-hmm. So we get back to the street where the sisters have decided that the... Other three, having met the news guys, are all going to go to the party out in the woods that they plan to. And Anna Paquin's character is going to stay and find her first one and meet them there. So then they kind of, you know, they, they part ways at this point. And then that story kind of takes a backseat for a little bit. Well, yeah. And this is the first, like, kind of inclination that she's not looking for somebody to have sex with. <laughs> No, she's, she's definitely. You, you she's definitely on the see, prowl. Yeah, she's on the prowl for something, and you're still not really sure yet. But you kind of most horror fans will probably have a, kind of an inkling that there's something weird going on, even if you don't know fully what it is exactly. So they set up that they'll just meet each other there, and we go back to Principal Wilkerson at his house, and we get to see a little bit more of his house as he's got the body in, got the trick or treaters away. You see his poison setup. I have in the in the background. You know, I made note to call through. it. I call it a drug lab. Kind of. This is drug lab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a drug lab. Takes the body to the back here, and that's where he goes to bury Charlie. So we see that he's burying 
a couple of bodies in there because we gets he gets Charlie, throws him in the hole, and then we see that there's other bodies, at least one more, and they're still kind of stirring around. So in between all this, his son bothers him, and he's trying to be quiet, trying to bury these bodies. You got the son yelling from upstairs. And son just wants to trick or treat. No, he got done trick or treating. Oh yeah, he was done trick or treating, and he just wants to carve a jack o' lantern. And, and the kids and he's not screaming. Yeah, at he's his not dad. taking the hint. <laughs> he's not being very quiet. He's like, Dad, and the dad's got multiple bodies in his backyard. He's, he's struggling some shit all right he's not <laughs> multitasking at its fucking worst he's so. being a parent <laughs> so he tells the kid go back to go back inside and watch charlie brown i think is what he says and the kid has this response charlie brown's an asshole Billy, so the kid doesn't want to do that so he's like go in just shut the fuck up for a bit i got some shit to do and then i'll be inside and we'll we'll carve your fucking pumpkin or whatever we'll carve your your jack-o'-lantern yeah but it's clear this kid's kind of a dick because he comes back out and yells at his dad again just to kind of like fuck with him at the end it's like he's like billy go outside <laughs> and then he comes back out and he's like okay so the kid finally goes back inside he's still trying to bury these you know kids or whatever he's got in his backyard neighbor's dog starts going crazy he throws a finger to try to get the dog to get away but you hear the neighbor come out and now he's got to cover what he's doing from the nosy old man neighbor who's Brian Cox. The character's named Mr. Krieg, which we'll see more later. But he comes out and he's kind of like, what the hell are you doing back there? Stinks like a dead whore out here. To which he replies, it's his septic tank or something it's like that. I backed think. up. Yeah, he says septic tank is backed up again. Wouldn't there be shit everywhere if oh, your septic yeah. tank was backed would, up? You would think that. Well, then he does have that stuff on his shirt. He so does, it might, it might yeah. be like... It's a good cover. Oh, God. It like, is it a does, good cover. It but does his, smell like shit. When he first comes outside, he goes, what are you doing back there hiding bodies? <laughs> which is exactly, <laughs> exactly what he was doing. Exactly what he's doing. And I love how before he goes inside, he's like, keep my or keep your kid out of my yard. He's a little weirdo or something like that. Yeah, like, a little weirdo or psycho. Well, one of the notes yeah. that I made of, of that kid is he just gave off that weird serial killer kid vibe. Well, clearly he doesn't have the best home life. His dad is a murderer of children. So To which you don't know that the kid knows yet at this yeah. point. Like, but yeah. Once you find out, you're like, all right, well, this kid was fucked up either way. So yeah, even before you get the reveal on that, again, like I said, he gets he just gives off that weird vibe when he goes back and finally inside the house. Yeah, I wrote Billy is annoying. <laughs> Billy is annoying. So maybe it's literally you get Billy, is, Billy annoying. is annoying. So he buries the two bodies, gets rid of his neighbor, and finally I, I love that he was uh he had the the watering can where he was like watering the fresh patch and then oh just, yeah then he I'm just done. throws it behind and like i don't give a shit like I've, i'm done pretending that this is <laughs> well i had to keep his cover thing. that he was doing gardening in the middle of the night yeah on halloween of all times yes yeah. so as he's going back inside he looks over and his neighbor mr krieg is kind of like looking that he wants help and i think he says like help me i mean you can't really hear what he's saying but you see that he needs something Wilkerson is just like, screw you, and just walks inside. Whatever. I think he flips him off at one point, too, doesn't he? I remember if he does. I think. I don't think that he does, it. but he definitely says, screw you, because that's what Mr. Wilkinson, yeah, or he no, gives Mr. Him, Krieg he gives him, said Mr. Before. Krieg said that yeah. to him, so he's like, screw you back, you fed bastard. And that's one of the numerous callbacks in this film. Yes. <laughs> so many callbacks. So many. So he goes inside, and you still hear, I think... He's you still hear Billy bitching about something. So the dad comes inside and he's kind of all like creepily like, I'm going to fucking kill this kid or something. Well, he grabs that knife like he's about to yes. kill that kid. And, and then that's when like you get the first inkling that, OK, the kid has to know something's up because you go back in. And as you're following him walk through the house, you see the the drug set up again. And I'm like, this kid has to fucking know something's up because you wouldn't just leave all these poison and candy bars laying around if the kid didn't know well enough to like don't eat that. Don't touch that. 
that kind of well, thing. He does make mention of that he wanted candy, but he said, oh, you said the candy we're giving out was for special kids. Yeah, so he kind of has a clue. Like you, you get those little hints here and there that there's something up, but you still get that feeling like he's going to kill him or something. And then he he scares him, and that's when he's like doubly like little fucker. Like, yeah, let's go downstairs. And he kind of gives him that creepy like, we're gonna go downstairs and carve this jack o' lantern. Then we get downstairs, and you see that he's actually carving the fat kid. We well, see Charlie. all those weird ominous things all around. Where like these are those weird masks on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that, and I was like, I wanted to see more. I was wondering if they were have if that was any callback to the you know later scenes where like the kids in the bus and everything. But they, I think they were different masks. I thought it was the same because I went back and watched that, but don't think they were. They were just random masks they had on the wall. And then little Billy was obsessed with the eyes for whatever reason. He wanted to carve the eyes. So yeah, we're not. There's no love loss with Billy here now that he's you know fully you out the- as the you know accomplice and all the serial killerness. The thing that I liked is when you see the reveal of little shithead's head, literally, just spins around and you see with the chocolate vomit still on his lips and on his mouth. And then they're like, oh, this is the jack-o'-lantern that little dude was bitching about that he wanted to carve. Wasn't there a bunch of like weird candles around it too, like? I don't remember. I think there was something around it. I think there was candles or something. It was just made it even more like weird. Like more off-putting. This kid was just Ominous. lighting candles. So then after that is when we see our trick-or-treaters again. The the three. The pirate, the angel, and the alien. And they're still going door-to-door trying to get candy and looking for pumpkins. Because they asked, they asked Wilkerson for a pumpkin. He said, which he said it was like for, for UNICEF. UNICEF. It was a yeah. UNICEF. Uh, which makes no sense. Why would they want pumpkins? I, it was a scavenger hunt, she said. <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. scavenger hunt, and then he says... You it's can... these weird towns in the Midwest that believe, you know, UNICEF or, you know, what was the MedQ drive? Like, Med-Q, all these fucking yeah. things. Like, okay, you need bottles. You need pumpkins, I guess. Sure, take one. So they go, and it's an adult party, and the lady that answer is... Uh, she, lady answers the door is like super drunk, and you see a bunch of inappropriate Bel- things going on. Belle Viv DeVoe is playing in the mm-hmm. background. You see, it's an adult party, and they are all just wasted. And she invites them in, basically. You want a drink or something? Sure. Yeah, the pirate was into it. Yeah, he was into it. <laughs> no, no, the alien The chick, alien, She was yeah. like, sure. <laughs> Those kids so, yeah. were very observant of what was going on inside well, the Well, the, the, the little the pirate, pirate kid was, was shorter yeah. than everybody, so he could kind of see around or under the, uh, what was she, a cat or something? The old lady. That she was like, supposed she was, to be that. Like, yes, because she was like, it's, oh, what did she say? It was a. Uh, she made a pun. Yeah, it was something like, it's perfect. There you she go. Said, so, yeah. Something like that in her drunk way. But uh, so the kid. Because, like, reveals what he saw inside the party when he kind of glanced around. I don't even know what that was. Coach Taylor was in a hot dog costume, but fucking a pig. I think. That's just not. Yeah, we shouldn't. Yeah, like, like, yeah, she's gonna like we're we're scarred. We don't need to talk we about it anymore. We know what we the, saw. Don't talk about it no more. Let's never mention this part again. So they meet up with the skeleton guy, and he's only got three more pumpkins, which they're kind of uh, pissed about because I think they. She says later that they need eight pumpkins, yeah. which is a callback because we remember. Well, he says. I would have had more, but some asshole went around break busting them all. Which, oh yeah, that's yes, where we get so, that call Which back, is a yeah. reference to Fat Charlie, who's no longer with us. So they're like, okay, well, I know where we can get some more, and they go to what? What do they call her? Poor Rhonda? No, retard. They call her retard Rhonda. They call her Rhonda the retard. Rhonda the retard. All right, so yeah, that didn't age well. It was only ten years ago. I know. See how many problems there are with this movie. So they go to her house, and it's all decked out. She's got. 
probably 50 pumpkins it's strewn about her front lawn. Jack-o'-lantern heaven is what is it is. Is it heaven or is it hell? Whatever, it, whatever it is. They, it's they, very they, mystical. You, you go to get they carved the, up and they have hit a the candle line. shoved in your ass. That's not heaven to me. <laughs> yeah, they hit, they hit the gold line regardless. So Rhonda comes out and she's dressed as a witch and she mentions, you know, she's made her own costume and stuff like that. And she's going to go out with these other trick-or-treaters and they don't really know where they're going yet. They don't set that up. They're like, all right, come on, we're going to go over here. Okay, so then we get back to the street and we see that there's a predator on the loose and he is hooking up with some random chick in an alley. And I was like, why, why are you making out in this alley? Like, And she's drunk as shit at like 930 because it's not even that late yet. No, it, it it just it was weird, but we find out why. Do we though? Yeah. No, we don't, don't really we find, find out. out why. He kills her. Well, he yeah, kills that her. That doesn't mean what's she doing in this. That doesn't mean like because yeah, she's like, let's go get another drink. As like they're making out like before he even bites or anything, and I'm like, okay, anyone, I don't care Halloween or not, like. Why are you making out with somebody in this weird alley? Like, it doesn't and matter. And it's Ohio in October. It is cold. Why does that bitch not got a coat on? Well, she's drunk, apparently. <laughs> that she is. She's going to need a coat. Oh, it doesn't really matter at this point. Yeah. Well, no. they're making out in the alley, and then I don't know how you can, even if you're drunk, get bit that many times to where you're bloodied all over the place. And not know. And not notice. Well, yeah. you don't know. If she's if she was drunk, her blood's thin. I don't one, care. one little puncture could make that much blood. No, if you're that drunk, you'd be like, ow. Well, she's, not, she's not Jessica <laughs> Alba. It's not Jessica Alba. Right? No, but if you're drunk, you're still going to notice pain. <laughs> I don't not know if those I've... teeth were razor sharp. <laughs> well, the next time I'm drunk in Ohio, I'll figure it out. Yes. Right? Maybe she was just too cold to feel anything. Mm, that's, she didn't have She her was coat. drunk and her, her skin was all numb from the coldness is what it was. So she noticed that this guy has bit her everywhere and for some reason that makes her weak. I don't know. Because he's not a real vampire. It's not like he's actually bleeding her dry. But she's still losing blood. She's still yeah. losing blood. But, like, I mean, is she losing that much blood? I don't know. Well, he got her in, like, major arteries. Well, it was guess. kind of a lot of blood. I don't know about a well, major artery, she runs but a lot of for blood. Help. She runs for help. And we see the couple, robot, wet blanket, and super S&M dude. And it's she space grabs space S and M dude. And so she grabs wet blanket robot, and she's like, "I need help! I need help!" And the guy just goes, "She's just drunk, babe." <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "It's nine thirty, and if she is drunk at nine thirty, like, should you she help needs her? Help? Like, yeah, like give her some help." <laughs> yeah, she's just drunk. Let's she's just... just drunk, babe. Leave her alone. Well, as we see, he's not very attentive to he's things. He's not. So no. It doesn't really matter. No. So she kind of realized, like, she almost, like, gives up. Because I feel like she kind of looks around like, oh, my God, everyone's got gashes that are bleeding and it's Halloween. No one's going to know. And then the guy's, like, behind her. And yeah. Then, and what does he even do to kill her? I don't know. Her? Like, it kind of just cuts to where, like, he just she's leaves dead, her. Yeah. She's dead. He closes her eyes, leaves her next to other drunk people that are just passed out on the street. I'm like, again, it's nine fucking 30, man. Like, how really, much of a, like. Drunk people would be like, dude, don't do that. Like, yeah. drunk people would still question. Over. You. <laughs> They're not going to just let you dump random bodies next to them. Well, huh? they were kind of passed out, too, so I don't know how there much they were. There were a couple, but there were other ones just drinking bottles still. Yeah. <laughs> and then our vampire disappears into the crowd. He just walks right into the big old crowd and blends away. Okay, so we get back to the trick-or-treaters, and they've got Rhonda, and they're kind of making their way to the quarry, I guess. I don't know. Do they even know where they're going? They don't know where they're, they're going. They're just like kind of the, walking. The one or two of them know, and, the, and Rhonda's walking with the fat little pirate dude, and they kind of have a little weird conversation. You must really like Halloween. You mean Samhain? What? Samhain, also known as All Hallows Eve, also known as Halloween. 
predating Christianity, the Celtic holiday was celebrated on the one night between autumn and winter when the barrier between the living and the dead was thinnest and often involved rituals that included human sacrifice. I like your eye patch. I love Rhonda. I think I think Rhonda is my soulmate. Like, how many times have you found yourself like, especially like you know the four of us that have been like serial killer Ted Bundy, like blah blah oh, blah, yeah. random like random like spouting off random facts. People are like, what? what? I like your eye patch. Yeah, we're all scary nerds. We talk too much about scary things. Well, that's when she kind of realized she wasn't over the, her head with these people. I was like, oh, they don't know what I'm talking about. So she's just kind of saved face by saying, I liked your eye patch. Well, and it's really clear that that's why the kids think she's weird because she knows a lot about she's smart specific things it's yeah she's smart and she knows a lot about things and like she uh she she really is into halloween and obviously knows the history behind it and everything and that's probably why they think she's weird or whatever but really Rhonda is Rhonda's my soulmate mm. and then we get into and then the kids get to the quarry that looks like a dump it does it basically, there's like a weird trailer there <laughs> yeah there's it's a trailer like, hey, like the... parts of a, a pipe thing there yeah there was there? a like was there like an old car like it'd be the old rusty like car yeah, next there was to the rusty trailer and it was garbage. like wait, did some hobo live here and we're like also there's an elevator down to the quarry next to the old hobo shack where did angel the angel get the key i don't know like she uh, she looked in the car and looked under the flap and that's yeah. where she got the key <laughs> It was in the it was in the hobo shack. The hobo, the hobo shack, shack. Yeah. The car, yeah. So we get there, and then she starts explaining the um, school bus the, massacre. School bus massacre. Well, what the the, uh, the alien chick tries to explain it, and then the angel chick is like, "Shut the fuck up, bitch! It's this my is story. My yeah. Story to tell. And it's the Halloween yeah, school like, Shut bus the fuck massacre. Up. Shut the fuck up and let me tell it. Like, yeah, the, a I, bitch. I, like, I have a note here. It says Angel is a little bitch. I wrote that too. <laughs> Macy is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's her name, Macy. Is it Macy? Is it Macy? Yeah. Because then it's like, it happened 30 years ago. And like, she really gets into it. And And then cut to scene. We get to see it all go down. So you see the bus massacre, which is basically a bus full of special needs kids that, according to the story that uh, bitch Macy Angel is telling, is uh, the parents were tired of their kids and they paid the bus driver to get rid of them, basically. And They were a burden he, on the town is pretty much he, what they were making. He tries time. to you know drive them over a cliff, but then one of them ends up breaking out of his chains and starts to drive the bus and ends up driving the bus over the cliff anyway, and it kind of alludes to we don't know what happened to the bus driver or not. You know, we see him swim to the shore i guess you would call yeah, it yeah and that macy the angel says and he was never heard from again no one ever knows what happened to him dun, dun, dun. I, this is one of the big scenes that i have a problem with there's so many things wrong with it not even like not really film wise or horror wise just they were dicks pc wise when like, you find out what happens they were just kind of dicks yeah. Well, I, no, I mean the parents and the whole massacre thing. It's it's very an ableist approach to. I wrote who, down who parents knows? are assholes. Well, who knows what how much of that story you know to them was actually real? Well, yeah, I mean it was, was it was definitely an urban legend. But as we see throughout the movie, is something along the lines did happen that way. And and even with Rhonda's character, like I feel like they're just. Not so much making fun of special needs kids or people, but really like that's why they were outcasts because they were special needs people. You know what I mean? Like it's very weird. Yeah, it's a weird storyline. It was a weird story choice, and I think uh, at the time it was still kind of weird. Yeah, two thousand nine. Even like today, like it was kind of like oh, this this probably wouldn't have been 
Yeah. It wouldn't have been made the same way today. No. And it's it's a very weird thing just to have in a movie. I don't know. <laughs> so we get to the elevator and they're like, we're going to go down and leave eight pumpkins for the eight kids that die. That's why we get, and that's why they needed those eight. We find out why. So the fat pirate kid has to stay back with Rhonda because as the bitch angel Macy says, uh, there's not enough room in the elevator. So there's only room for three. Only room for three. So they go down and they're just kind of waiting. And I think that's when we get um, the howling and Rhonda's like werewolves. And oh, the, yes. And then the little pirate kid's like, what? Like, and the, the little pirate kid, I think it's like, he's just almost about to shit his pants. I don't know how much during oh, this yeah. whole fucking movie. He's definitely having a rough night, the pirate kid. He saw his teachers all up on each other. He saw his principal ha- covered in blood and chocolate, and now he's hearing werewolves and shit. Well, he's the one who picked up on a lot of stuff, too. He's closer to the ground. He yeah. sees more. Yeah. <laughs> and have, like, It makes you almost wonder how much did he know about you know the prank and all this going into it? Because like, he kind of seems like he was kind of taken aback by a lot of things and was like just going with it because he was a little kid. Yeah. It is also interesting to note that during their little urban legend storytelling time, they say that they never found the bus, that they say it sank so deep that they they could never, they find, could it. never find it. So we get that call back later when we see the bus has emerged. I don't know. We'll, we, we'll get there when we get there because there's some couple of things that I kind of was a little confused about there as well, I guess. But So they're waiting for the elevator to come back up. You hear the werewolves. She kind of mentions that. That cuts us back to the street where Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin's still kind of looking around. She's scanning the crowd for someone, and she. I wrote down she kind of looks at Conan's sister for a minute with like this big buff chick, and then she kind of turns around. You realize it's a woman and not a man. And I was like, whoa! Like she was kind of looking at that chick for a while before you realize that it actually is a woman. So then the predator looks at her, and you see that he's got an eye on her. The vamp. The vampire, vampire predator. He has chosen his next victim. Mm-hmm. And then we get back to the kids in this long ass elevator, and it's clear that Rhonda has a little crush on the skeleton, and the angel is a little bit jealous. She kind of rolls her eyes at the whole fact because she knows that Rhonda has a thing for skeleton boy. They get down to the bottom, and you hear the other three kind of screaming and everything, and you their, see the pumpkins their go pumpkin out lights go out, and it's getting kind of creepy. So the little pirate kids kind of freaked out, and I love how Rhonda's like, "Stay here, and don't let those candles go out. They'll protect you." Which is like, a precursor to the stuff we saw earlier. The first kill. Yeah, and Rhonda just goes to check it out. She, she's she got no questions in her mind. She's going to go check out what happened to the other two, and she slowly creeps through this creepy scene of just fog and all around like this muddy, muddy bog boggish. Kind of yeah, and she gets to the lake, and she sees in the water in the lake that there are masks and wings that her friends that she was with were all wearing. All the costumes yeah, are costume pieces, basically. Yeah, and she also sees that the bus that has yeah, come out. Yeah, so I'm like... Did the bus come up from as deep as it was? Yeah, according for to the legend? prank. <laughs> or I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Or like, did I'm like, was it just there the whole time? Like that was part of the urban legend. Like the bus was never seen. No, well, maybe like, it's, it's an, right fucking there. An man. old quarry nobody goes to anymore. It's you know what? It's the uh, the lazy kind of storytelling of the of the parents that are like, no, never saw the bus. Don't ever go down don't there. Don't go look. Like, <laughs> just don't go look. Take my word for it. We never found the bus, guys. But Rhonda is standing there looking over the. Over the water and over the bus, and something grabs her leg. Zombies! So the shit friends that she's gone with, quote-unquote friends, are playing a prank on her to where this whole urban legend story about the kids that are dead in there, they dress up as them and are scaring Rhonda, who thinks she drops her glasses, and then she's kind of running, and she falls over something and hits her head. And that's when we see that you know the kids reveal themselves as playing this prank on her. 
The only reason they felt bad is because Rhonda got hurt. Because yeah. one of them looks at her and says, oh, let me see. And you can see that she's got a pretty big gash on the back of her head. Yeah, a skeleton boy feels bad. He knows that Rhonda likes him. And then to further cement, Macy is a bitch. So he only feels bad because Rhonda likes him? Like he didn't? He wouldn't have felt bad if he was like, well, Rhonda doesn't like me anyway. So. Well, maybe, a lot, maybe he <laughs> likes Rhonda. Maybe he has peer pressure issues. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> peer pressure issues. Yeah. And then we get a really cool thing is when we hear the, the whispers and then the screams. Yes. So Skeleton Boy tells the other kids, go clean up. It's time to head home. It's time to get out of here. The joke's over. She's crying and, and she's, she's scared. Heard. What more do you want? Yeah, fucking Macy. I wrote down, like, joke's on you, Macy. Because then <laughs> Rhonda gets back to the elevator and she's in there. And all of a sudden you see the actual kids from the story are coming out after the prankster yes. bastard kids. And they all run up to the elevator. And I wrote down, Rhonda gets her revenge. Yes, the kids, the special needs kids return from their watery grave. And the prank costumes that they put on to scare Rhonda really kind of did them in. Because they had chains on them and stuff. And one that the alien chick yeah. goes down because they grab her chains and pull her back. <laughs> she gets eaten by the zombie children. Instant I'm karma for being mean to the, the quite smart kid. And Rhonda just gives no fucks. She pushes that button and goes up. I love you. Yeah, they're, they're like, help us, help us. And she's got the key. Like, she's going to open it. And she's like, boom, pushes the button. I'm like, yes, fuck them, Rhonda. And they're like, wait, it's real. She's like, I don't give no fucks. I'm just she's going up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you guys fuck with me. This is instant karma. Well, then somebody will find you tomorrow, maybe. Rhonda gets to the top. She fixes her hat. She grabs her jack-o'-lantern puts it in the wagon and goes home i love that joe she turns around and she sees uh, sam standing there Mm -hmm. and i love how they have like this moment where like they just kind of look at each other and go like huh yeah they kind of just have like a mutual understanding and they're like well have a good night Mm -hmm. ronda's got her jack-o'-lantern she's good Sam's like, all right, you're, you're in the spirit. Go on with it, sister. Yep. So now we catch up with Little Red Riding Hood, who is on her way to the forest party. And they they named it something. She's but I'm walking really... through the forest. Yeah, she's walking through the forest. And I was like, it's so cheesy that they, like, this whole pathway that she's on oh, yeah, is like all lit, lit. lit yeah. with jack o' lanterns. I'm like, wait, was this a secret party? Or you're just like, everyone, follow the fucking jack o' lanterns to the secret <laughs> forest party. The secret werewolf the forest party. The secret werewolf forest party. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I, I thought it was funny too that it was um she's walking through and then she gets um she gets bit and everything and then you cut to all of them and you hear all these noises and you see this body come over and like land there and it's in her red like red hood costume, costume whatever mm-hmm. and they go and look and it's actually the uh the predator vampire guy and i thought it was funny that when anna paquin's red riding hood character comes in like she's got the blood hanging down or like running down her her, her neck. chest and her neck and everything but i'm like why is your hair done differently now like at first it was like in these two like Braids, pigtail yeah. braid things and now it's all different and it's just all down and i'm like what the fuck happened like Here's... between here and the forest you stopped and there's the oh she the hairdresser the hairdresser was there and she fixed let me enlighten you on that on a deleted scene on the dvd you get into further detail on what happened with the predator and her so you see him doing the exact same thing that he was doing to the drunk chick before when he was like kissing her and all that. How does it fix her hair? <laughs> she pulls her hair out. That's the oh, thing because she pulls her okay. hair out and she's like, you fuck with me. Now now I'm not fucking around. She pulls her hair out and she goes after the dude. Well, I guess that makes more sense then. But like without it. that cut though. Yeah. I really 
like that we just see him fly into the party. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that's better. That's and probably you know why they cut it. Though. His name in my notes was Vamp because he was so tiny. I'm like, this dude isn't threatening. I could push that man over. I can just go. I know shove even over. The, the 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 friend that walked up to him who was like, you know, took his teeth out and like pulled his mask and where you yeah. reveal it's Principal Wilkerson. This mm-hmm. was the date he was telling his kid he had later because the kid asked like, can, yeah. we, can I go to the parade with you? He's like, no, Daddy has a date. Was it that one? I thought it might have been the other chick that he killed. It could have been either one. Like he just mentions that he has a date. I don't think he ever says, but he, you know, that's obviously where he's going is to, you know, find his victims at the parade thing, and yeah. that's why he didn't want to take his kid with him. I took it as it was the girl he killed initially with all the blood and everything, and then he just happened to stumble on another one when he saw Red Riding. Well, if you're a serial killer, do you really want to make plans with someone that you're going to kill? Like, why would you like? I have a date with Principal Wilkerson tonight. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You would make a date. Like, obviously, they're the first person they're going to question to be like, you were the last person to see her alive. Either way, I could take Mr. Wilkins- Wil- Wilkerson. I could Mr. Take Wilkerson. Principal Wilkerson. Teeth or no teeth. I'll just shove that guy over. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not very big. Because like, even the friend that comes over and like reveals you know, that it's him, I'm like, she's skinny as hell. And I'd like, I... She could probably take him. Yeah. On top of being thin, he was kind of skinny. So that's when we get the reveal that these chicks are werewolves. Yep. You see all the the dudes at the party are dead. I even wrote down that we start seeing a stripper wolf party go down. I know they've already killed everyone. Why? Why turn into wolves now? Like, what was, did they They're turn? Dead? Did they turn into them again? Like well, a second time? Around, Maybe like... they turned into the werewolves to eat the rest okay. to get rid They're of the like, rest. Okay, they were going to devour the rest. Yeah. So I wrote down this. Um, one of the tattoos you see, it says Neil Desperandum, which means do not despair. It's some one of the, I think it was, I don't know if it was the Cinderella, Cinderella chick. Yeah, she, had, she had the little tattoo of the yeah. Latin, and it, it means do not despair. Uh, I love the Sweet Dreams, the Marilyn Manson song for this scene. Mm-hmm. Love how that played out. And I wrote down uh, the trivia, the same FX company that made the Lycans in Wonderworld actually made the, the wolves for this movie as well. So, so if they look familiar, that's yes. why. Hmm. I really like this scene because like the sister is giving her you know a little pep talk she's like just be yourself go eat this man how you would normally yeah there was the whole line about like mom always said she was the runt of the litter uh, earlier when she was on the phone with her but you don't know what it meant until now and then she even has that line like careful it's my first time yeah so oh yeah uh, and it's then my first time, so just the uh, transformation of the werewolves is really great. I like that they're dancing and they rip their skin off. And I don't like know. Like they reveal they're stripper wolves. I love the uh, yeah, the just the the jelly like skin when they're yeah. just kind of pulling it. It's got that. Like, I felt that the the suits could have been a little bit better. The after the ripping of off, like some of the werewolf heads didn't look as fluid as movement. To me as they should have they looked a little stiff but i think uh overall they i, I really like them overall but I, I get what you mean like they, yeah. they kind of looked they were a little stiff and jarring in some yeah of the movements. it's still pretty funny though because like you see that this guy's gonna get eaten and that's all you really want to see now is this guy go you want to see his but maybe that could have been right that could have been anna paquin's uh werewolf because she might have you know she's still new at it she doesn't yeah. know yeah she doesn't get the movements down no yet. it was her sister because yeah, she came over because she's she like, came oh, over I'm, gonna she's like I'm gonna watch you eat this man yeah. <laughs> By the way, the way they transformed in it by ripping out the skin, that's like a whole new take on the werewolf transformation that I really like. I liked it. I've seen it since, but yeah, I, I don't recall seeing it beforehand. Because usually everything is just you, what, you get all hairy on your arms or whatever need be. Yeah, your hair grows. It's like you know, the extension grows. of the bones and then the hair yeah. comes out. Kinda. I think we saw the ripping of the skin off in um, that Netflix show, Hemlock Grove. 
I uh, think, yeah, he does yeah. do that in Hemlock Grove. Yeah. But again, back then, you'd never seen that. So yeah. again, again, I like yeah, it. It was no, pretty it was original great. for its yeah. time. And then the other cool thing, Sam's just chilling. He's seeing yeah. all this. Yeah, just, he's just still just having his, his party too. He's like, hey, it's this. Uh, he's there to take in the party. He's like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. just going to sit here, eat my candy, and watch these girls just eat everybody. Sam really just chills until he feels his his holiday is being threatened. Well, you know, <laughs> he's 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 a keeper of the of the Halloween spirit. I think maybe is what you should call it. Mm. He was a watcher, is what I take it from. Yeah. When something good, happens. Good Halloween watcher. He was yeah. a Halloween watcher. And so we go back to the beginning now. We get so, an earlier transition. Earlier. And we mm-hmm. get to Mr. Krieg's house to where the three little kids that we see from the very beginning of the movie that got to see the, the Halloween sheet kill for the wet blanket girlfriend. The wet blanket kill. Those three are knocking on Mr. Krieg's door, uh, trick-or-treating. And he opens the door, and he's got, uh, like, these glowing eyes on the back of his dog, and these kids get freaked out and further run away. So I'm like, these kids are having the worst Halloween. Yeah, None they don't of the kids in this town are really having a great Halloween, with no. the exception of Billy. Billy might be having the best Halloween out of everybody. Well, yeah. But every, all the other now, kids so. are really struggling in this town. <laughs> Apparently well, I think Rhonda made out okay. It. Rhonda made out okay after she... Got her payback. She still lost her glasses, though, so she's wandering around not able to see. Which is why she almost gets hit. So Mr. Krieg's dog scares the trick-or-treaters away. Which is a great prank, by the way. It is a great prank. And we get our first real look at the old man as he takes their leftover candy that... (laughs) They had dropped from being scared. I wrote down Deadbolt City. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's old, uh, yeah the old man deadbolts is what I, old guy deadbolts is mm-hmm. what I put down. I put down it's uh, it's a great name for burning memories because he's burning a bunch of old pictures in, you know, yeah. in his fireplace. And like, warm, he's, he's, raiding, he's burning pictures. He's raiding their candy bags from kids that he scared off of his porch. And he's watching the Flavor Injector infomercial. <laughs> with... <laughs> the, the Ronco. Uh, yeah. The, what the fuck was it? The set it and forget it thing? Yeah, the rotisserie and... thing? Forget it. Yeah. Yeah, that shot of like the the garlic going in. Yeah. I'm like that. Cause I'm like that's so gross looking, man. No, but I put. Um, I love that he's sitting there watching TV and he's flipping through channels and you see that the news report that kind of starts the whole movie. It's like it's 8 p.m. here and you know blah 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 Ohio and we're out in the main street where they're getting ready. I love that they put that in there so you know how earlier it is in the evening so that everything just ties into one another. It's like you get these four different kind of stories and like they're all tied in and you know by the little exposition on the TV and everything that he's watching the news report that that's in the timeline. So that way everything kind of just fits with one another and it's not jumping around to where it's confusing for the viewer or anything. The other thing that I loved about that too is I know at the end of her little newscast she says that there are vampires, there's werewolves, and there's zombies alluding to everything that actually happens in the movie. Yeah, alluding to the basic, the, the murderers of this movie. Oh and the, yeah, and when he flips through the channel. That was the other you, thing I was going to bring yeah, up too. Yeah, you get you a see. cartoon. The, the, the girl um, vampire cartoon. Yeah. yeah, well it's a girl werewolf cartoon. Gar- werewolf. Yeah, like. and you then all the, you all, see all the different things. You see everything that just happened. Yeah, so it's a lot of repeated imagery, but it's all it's all Halloween. It all hits where it needs to hit, I feel. 
And I love that we're now seeing it's like the other side of the story because, you know, you hear the, the dog goes out. He sees, you know, he hears the dog outside and he's trying to figure it out. And he goes out and that's when he sees Mr. Wilkerson is burying the bodies back there. And he has that whole scene where he's like, what are you doing burying bodies out there? I've got what? what's the line? That I love says? that line that he says, I have an NRA card membership in my pocket and a shotgun on the mantle. Yeah. Like, well, that's not going to do any good out here, man. Like, you're card isn't going to scare anybody no, and the, the thing yeah, that the card itself is gonna the card's not going to do anything but the shotgun that you said you have on the shot on the on the mantle yeah that's going to scare people that you conveniently forgot to bring with you like, thanks right? now it's i know where it is the, it's still on the <laughs> so he gets the dog to come back inside and while he's doing his old guy deadbolts again on the back door you hear the dog is kind of freaking out about something else so finally gets the dog back inside gets the deadbolts that he's got his old guy deadbolts on the back door and then the dog starts freaking out in the front you so he goes back to that door and he kind of hears something and runs outside to tell her what is what is the line that he says get the hell off my porch or something Some, like yeah that. with his old man get at him get off my lawn yeah that's bit. pretty much what and it is. that's where he sees that there's now like 30 pumpkins on his you know strewn about his front yard as well it looks like Rhonda's house got basically yeah Rhonda's house got thrown up all over his front lawn and goes back inside and that's when he turns around and he sees that the doggy door from the back door is kind of swinging open and now there's some noise upstairs that the dog runs up there and is going to go look and see what that is so he grabs the shotgun off the mantle true to his word and starts (laughs) heading upstairs and Sam is about he is afoot and he's jumping around and you get some jump scares and shotgun blasts in between. Yeah, and he goes into the room and that's the first time he sees Sam. And I wrote down, Sam's been busy because he's he got the... He tagged to the room. So he goes into the room and he sees that Sam's been busy. He's got the trick-or-treat written all over the walls in, I don't know if it was blood or just paint or whatever, but the big pumpkin that's on fire sam was a little bit of a tagger yeah sam he's got supernatural like decorating skills i think yeah. he would be mm-hmm. able to do that in the front yard and then run up the stairs real quick oh he's got magic halloween powers that's how yeah. he can get all those jack-o'-lanterns well we see his magic halloween powers in yeah. the scene yeah and he goes all gauge creed is what i wrote he's... yes that was very reminiscent mm-hmm. of gauge and judd crandall Yes, he slices those legs. He runs around the room. He jumps on his back. It's very Gage Creed. <laughs> the thing, oh, I just, I just cringe because everybody has that fear of getting your Achilles cut. Really? I don't. And when you see it actually happen, it just, ah. Oh. I think you would if there was something, you know, if you saw Sam running around and you were like, shit, what is this fucking well, If thing? I see Sam running around, I have bigger problems to worry about. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, my ankles, my ankles. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying like he's a short thing like he's he's small mm. so, i played soccer i could punt yeah but it's got that added thing where like <laughs> fuck he's little and can hide places that are low to the ground that yeah. i wouldn't normally okay. have to worry about exactly but i do have to worry about yeah, yeah. and you get in your achilles got that i don't know why but that's the thing it's because of cemetery yes why. yeah cemetery yes. that's why you don't know green. why like that's everybody for anyone that's afraid of that it's because of that cemetery <laughs> And then, so, Mr. Creed gets his first actual look at Sam, and he says, who the hell are you? <laughs> like, he just really has to ask that question. Who the 
are you? I wrote down after that we got the Home Alone stairs. Oh, yes. This is where some of his Halloween powers come into play because the stairs are just littered with candy, glass, put, uh, razor blades. I put death by candy corn. I'm like, oh, that would be the worst way to fucking <laughs> go. Like, the worst candy ever is the cause of your demise. It's like, like that's some horrible. Halloween fairy just came I, and sprinkled all these things down just, the stairs. I, like I said, I took it as, I took it as Sam was going to channel his inner Kevin from Home Alone and start throwing all these traps around around the house because he just did the home alone stairs and mm-hmm. he's going to start doing all these other things to this old man inside his own house. It could have easily gone that way. Yeah. Like yeah. I could see where, yeah, where it could lead that way, but thankfully it didn't. It was just a good old fashioned uh, fight to the death almost. Fisticuffs. Yeah. So they start going, uh, they start going at it and it ends up being Mr. Krieg is able to get the shotgun and shoot Sam a couple times. And he did the zombie land double tap. Yes, he do- he triple taps. Yeah, well, yeah, he reloads because <laughs> I think reloads. he got he shoots one and doesn't do anything, and then the second one I think the, the yeah. first one he missed, and then the second one he got and he got spot on. In the ruckus, Sam's hood gets ripped off, and you get to see his cute little baby pumpkin face. He's the most adorable little pumpkin head. <laughs> like creepy too. But no, that was he's awesome. adorable. How is that adorable? It is so cute. So. Krieg thinks, all right, I've got it beat. And I got to call 911. Yeah, he calls 911. I'm like, what do you say on that 911 call? Like, I, I got this weird little I, pumpkin head thing I, trying to kill me. I shot this pumpkin kid. Like, I don't, no one's going to believe you, first of all. And he's probably the town drunk or something. God knows how long it would have been before anyone got out to his house. And during those 911 calls. Especially with so many drunken dead people on the streets at fucking 930. Seriously. Yes. The phone gets pulled out of the wall during Mr. Krieg's 911 call. And we see the hand is about. And Mr. Krieg gets right in the foot. Stabbed right in that foot with the candy bar. The, box the razor, it was the razor, the razor the blade cutter. candy bar. Yeah. The box cutter a, candy bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which started reminding me throwbacks of idle hands with the hands walking around like, uh-oh. That, isn't that um a... F- Chucky thing as well. Then Chucky go for foot a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's down there, <laughs> closer See? to the ground, gets See? your feet. <laughs> See. See when you're up against short. Do you guys have a fear of short people? Is that what it is? Life or, no life or death situation against a short person. You have to worry about more than you would someone your own height. See, I disagree. I would just kick them. Yes, but if you're fighting someone shorter than you, they could hide under the table to where a tall person that's at least your same height, you wouldn't have to worry about looking under the table because well, you could would see them. Stand on the table. I wouldn't have to like crawl up anything. I'm but tall. But then he'll be just... under the table, yeah. and that's fine. you can't see under it. He can always lift it up. These these they're little short little demon up, things. They're not gonna have the center of gravity. <laughs> it don't matter. They, they got Halloween the serial killer powers. Nope, I could take Sam. I'm confident. He's adorable. He just needs a mom. You just want to hug him? Mm-hmm. Then he would marry. <laughs> nope, I'll keep my pumpkins little year-round. Don't worry. <laughs> so now we get what? The hand get reattached to Sam and he comes yes. back to life? The body starts to reassemble. So the hand starts moving and going around and you see that, you know, Sam's not done yet. He actually is not dead. And I think Krieg has pretty much the most realistic response I think you can have to this. So this line and a lot of things in this scene are uh, an homage to John Carpenter because the character in itself of Mr. Krieg is dressed in a way that I think was meant to pay homage to John Carpenter. Anna Paquin's character is named Laurie, which is obviously a reference to Halloween. And the line that he just said, uh, you got to be fucking kidding me, is a reference to the thing in which John Carpenter remade. And I think the scene where the, the head is 
uh, decapitated and then it sends growing legs. I think one of the characters in the thing says, you got to be fucking kidding me as well. So those are all references to Sam Carpenter. I mean, don't know if the director or who made that decision, but there's little hints in there throughout the whole movie. Which are all really well done once you actually read back and see that they're an homage to them. It's definitely a movie. Like, you have to watch it, kind of read all the little tidbits about it, and then watch it again and see just how great everything fits perfectly well with one another. Yeah. And then we finally get the reveal that he's the bus driver. Well, Sam grabs the sucker and bites it so that he can murder Mr. Krieg. And what? then he breaks his arm. Mr. Krieg has a rough night, and <laughs> he's not well, doing he, so well. He did not want to celebrate Halloween, so no. it's, in his own, it's his own fault, basically. Mr. Krieg goes for his empty bottle of, was it whiskey? Whiskey. Yeah. yeah scotch or something. To try to protect himself, Sam just breaks his arm. Just flat out just That looks painful. That sounded yeah. painful too. Mm-hmm. Goes to stab Mr. Krieg and instead stabs a candy bar. And Sam's like, oh, he has treats. I'm leaving. Saved by the candy bar. <laughs> yeah. I wrote okay. Sam was hungry. After all the stuff that he had done, he wants some food. Yeah, and then that's it. Sam And then goes that's, that's when we get the bus driver review. Yeah, that's when we get the, the close-up of the fireplace. The close-up of the picture of all of them that he was burning for whatever reason sam just lets up other than him just eating. well he got candy he was, yeah, like, he got candy. Yeah. He was like you're not well, you're not giving candy out to kids when they show up you give them fucking candy yeah. okay so that probably was the whole instance of him making sure that everybody obeys the, the halloween rules or yep. laws or whatever need to be you gave me candy okay i'm not gonna mm-hmm. kill you now well see i always thought too i'm like was it that or was it kind of his way of fucking with him because it was like i'm gonna let the other ones handle you so yeah. i'm just gonna fuck with you for a see, bit see that's first, what but... i kind of thought he was like okay well i don't need to kill him anyway he's got candy oh, whatever you have candy <laughs> then uh, I'll save you for them. Well, so. if he feeds me, you die. If you don't. So we get the outro, and it just reveals that it's later. We we know it's the same night, but we don't know what time it very is. Very comic book. Yes, very know. comic but book. But throughout the movie, you see, you know, the timeline, like I said, they mention, and, you know, you've got Krieg's whole thing where he's trying to yell to his neighbor. We get that again in the fight scene. So you kind of get where everything is taking place in the timeline. Yeah, and so we're seeing... So we cut to later, like, the very comic booky kind of yeah. thing that kind of they stick with. And we're going up and down that street, and we see that there's trick-or-treaters at Mr. Krieg's house, and he's all banned now and he is giving out candy because he knows that that's the rules of Halloween. They <laughs> you were have three, to give out candy. It was, it was, there were three little pigs. With, yes, with they the were three little girls. pigs. And uh, yeah, I wrote down he found the spirit of Halloween and he has the, he gives out his old guy candy because there's nothing but a little hard yeah. like the mints and those little fucking like like hard butterscotch candies that you get. Like I don't know if it's like I feel like you get those at like old people restaurants like just Village Inn or like, old people. You know, just like I don't know old people always have those. Yeah. I don't know why, but obviously he's got them from somewhere because he's got his arm in a sling and he's got just handfuls that he's handing out to these little girls. Mm-hmm. And, and even one of them at... looks back and says, looks at the kind of looks at the candy, like, this is what you're giving me? Yeah. And so Mr. Creek goes out onto the street to check out everything that's going on, and you kind of see where all the rest of the people are. You see Rhonda is almost home. She's got her pumpkin. Uh, there's a car full of werewolves that almost hit Rhonda with it's the pumpkin. It's basically the uh, the same shot as the beginning. Oh, you see the son dressed up as his dad now. Um, Billy is right. Yeah, yeah Billy's waiting. sitting. Billy giving out Wilkinson candy. Is now. He's dressed sitting up there as his with dad the, in his dad's chocolatey bloody clothes. Yeah, I don't. Was it the same shirt? Do you yeah. think it was a it different? It looked one? like it. Yeah, Sam's outside. And Stan- yeah, Sam's still out there just watching, making sure the Halloween is uh, and that's when taking place. Wet blanket and sex robot come home, or sex sex robots. No, sex uh, space S and M or what do we call space S and M and wet blanket. Wet blanket wet robot. Blanket. Mm-hmm. And so bus driver Mr. Krieg goes back inside now that Halloween is wrapping up done. nicely. But there's a knock at the door. 
Right. Yeah, there's a knock at the door. There's always he's... a knock at the door. One last knock at the door. Because they're not done He's got some visitors, and he opens the door to hand out his old man candy and sees that the kids from the bus have come back to take their vengeance. I mean, it took them long enough if that bus had just been sitting there. I mean, I, well, apparently it's a Maybe they just needed tonight. Rhonda. They needed the eight pumpkins. They needed the keys to the fucking elevator. <laughs> How were they supposed to get up? Rhonda just left them in there. Uh, All they had to do was push the button. She sent it back down. She's yeah, like, she's here, like, you, like go, here you go, guys. Yeah. I'm cool with <laughs> Come you Come exact your revenge. That's why Sam left her alone. He's like, all right, you sent the elevator back down. Good on you, girl. You get, you get <laughs> home. You'll be fine. And because she lost her glasses, that's why she almost gets run over by the werewolves. Yeah, because she couldn't later. see. She couldn't yeah. see. She's just wandering mm-hmm. out into the fucking street. And then we have a classic comic book ending where we just see slash shots of pictures strewn together of the bus driver getting eaten by the multiple zombie children. The zombie children. Zombie trick-or-treaters. All right, everyone. Final thoughts. Saul? I absolutely love this movie. It's probably one of my top five Halloween movies out there. Once you finish watching this movie on multiple rewatches, you start picking up on a lot of other stuff, all the callbacks. That's the thing that I love about it is you have the central location of the party or, you know, the the news party thing, and then everything just splinters off of that and everything keeps calling back to it. It's one of those movies to me that if you haven't seen it, you start kicking yourself and wondering what took me so long to watch this movie. Because to me, this movie is great. I can't say enough good things about it. Angie? Eh, that's kind of how I feel about this movie. I get, it's, it's a great movie to put on in the background and kind of have, but there are so many issues with this movie, and I feel like this movie is trying to be smarter than it is, and then it doesn't go far enough where it should. Like, if you're just going to have a fun movie and just gore slasher, then just give me gore slasher. Don't try to be smart about it. <laughs> I guess this is my take. I want just dumb fun. You just don't want to think? Well, like, this movie tries to be dumb fun, right? It gives you a lot of dumb fun horror cliches that you really like and you want to know and you want to see the blood. But it, it tries to make you think, too. And I just feel like, go one way or the other. Because I don't think they fully go either way. And that kind of, meh to me. I see what you mean. I, I do feel that this is like, I feel that if this movie hadn't tried to have been so smart, it could have been so much more fun. Like, creep show or a tales from the crypt they don't make you think they give you entertainment they give you gore they give you the creepies that's what i want out of this type of anthology and i just don't think that that's where they spent most of their time i think that they tied it together well i think if that's the part that makes you think then i'm okay with it because i love when you have things that are going on and you see the different points of view and they all tie together oh yeah continuity was great in this movie they 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 finish all the stories through to the end and that's not really my issue my issue is it's trying to be two different things at the same time and I don't feel that they executed both of them properly well I think it's a fun movie I think it's worth a watch I I, I think it's a every year movie for me it I have is to, to watch me. it I have to watch it at least once a year every time I'll watch season. it I mean Sam is adorable it's a fun movie, and you know there may be some issues and things definitely didn't age well with this movie for only being. I mean, they filmed it in 2007. I think it sat in a shelf for a couple of years, and then it was actually finally released straight to like video in 2009. Straight to DVD or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Because the thing is, when I remember back in 07-09, I don't ever remember seeing anything for it. Yeah, I don't like I don't either. remember seeing trailers in the movie theaters. I don't remember seeing now coming soon or anything got like that. Buried for some reason. I don't oh, the here's the reason why I got buried per IMDb. This came out or was scheduled to come out in theaters the same time as i believe saw four 
Yeah, there was. They, they didn't want to. Com- they didn't want to. Which is kind of funny. You're like, it's really soft four. Really, yeah. yeah, they didn't want to compete with the, that. I guess at the time, if there was nothing else to watch, then you're like, well, soft four, I guess. So they didn't want to compete with that, and then the director writer of this movie, Michael Doherty, Doherty, and he was the co-writer for Superman Returns, and we all know how Superman Returns ended up not yeah, being received very, very well. So because of that, he got kind of shot in the foot by your last movie that was big didn't do very good, so we're kind of going to wait on this one and see what we decide to do with it. And then eventually it sat for another year and a half before they decided to finally release it on Blu-ray, or not Blu-ray, on uh, DVD. Well, either way, I think it's a great movie. Glad they finally did something with it. And it really has become a cult class. And I think people that love horror really, I think I think the people that know about this movie really love it. And the ones that don't, I think it's like Saul said, like you'll get to the point where you wonder why you didn't watch it sooner or why you haven't heard about it. If it just would have stuck with one thing that it was trying to do, it could have executed it much better. See, and I get what you guys are saying because it is a fun movie. I mean, it's a good time, but I just think it's trying to be too many things. You just hate fun is what it is. I love fun. I want Sam. Sam is adorable. You want Sam? That's gross. I want to pick him up and carry him around. I can be his mama. Okay, so next week we are going to be watching what movie, Saul? We are watching the 1985 movie, The Stuff. The Stuff. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen it. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. It'll be my first time. Mm-hmm. And oh. if you want to make suggestions or have any comments or concerns, you can email us at podcast at scarynerd.com. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash scarynerd. And for more horror entertainment news, go to scarynerd.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Scary Nerd. Bye, everyone. Have a great Halloween. Have happy Halloween. Be safe. Lucky in the lab late one night when my eyes behave.